Jack and Joe here. Hello. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from awesome Texas, having a good time. Today, Jill and I talk about the pros and cons of sending blind offers during the holidays. This came up. Someone said, do you guys do that? Should I just shut down? Should I wait for January? Like, hold on a moment. Came up in career path. Mm-hmm. And we're going to fill you. It's a really good question. It really is. Because I, I can understand, you know, exactly where that comes from. This one even didn't agree with me for a while on this topic. But we are now on the same page. And we're going to talk about it here. Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the landinvestors.com online community. It's free. Last year, a ton of uh, Land Academy members came to Jill and I needing extra help getting their blind offer campaigns into the mail. So I took a look at how we were personally sending out mail, uh, looked at our key employees, and ultimately made the same people that do our mailers available to To Land Academy members to get their their mailers out. We call it Concierge Data and now Concierge Data Plus, which is an end-to-end solution for you to outsource your mail, whether you're brand new or uh, whether you... Are, you professional know, 10 and years busy. <laughs> into this, 10 years into it and want to just outsource it all. Call, um, well, just go out to offers, the number two owners.com and check it all out. It's all there. Perfect. Will wrote, so I haven't been at this for a full year yet. How will the end of the year season impact buyers and sellers? Do things slow down quite a bit? On top of that, anyone willing to share their current thoughts and outlook on the market? I've seen less full cash offers and more interest in seller financing. I'd love to hear different rationale for property types as well, infill, recreational, etc. This is this this question I could spend an hour on. This is well, this is the topic. Okay. This <laughs> like, is also the topic. Okay, I'm trying to think about okay, let's just go to the show and combine it all. Today's topic okay. pros and cons of selling blind offers during the holidays. This is the meat of the show. Okay, will you leave that up because I'm gonna talk about the sure holidays will. and then we're gonna touch on the other things I will wrote. Sure. So here's the thing about the holidays. If anything, especially right now in today's environment, everybody's getting a little worried. They're worried about cash. They're worried about interest rates. They think, okay, the housing market is slowing. Uh, I, I need to dig in. I need to beef up my bank account and not make any crazy crazy decisions, right? That's, that's what I hear and see a little bit of what's going on. So what does that, what does that mean for us? I'm buying everything I can. I said it on Monday on our show, you know, the truth time of how many deals I'm selling over buying is at least two or three to one buying versus selling right now. It's not because there's a slowdown on the selling. It's just that I am going for it on the, on the buy side because there's so many great deals to be had right now. Now you throw, roll that in with the end of the year. Okay. I got, there's so many things that are going to the end of the year. So the, the answer for me, and I think for us is, do not stop mail at the end of the year. And here's why. People need cash. Think about this. Uh, Christmas is coming. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to travel. People are traveling again. I want to go see my family. I haven't seen them in a while. These, you know, I want to decorate. I need money for all this stuff. What a wonderful thing would be to get an envelope in the mail from someone like us saying, hey, I want to buy this property. By the way, you forgot long forgotten about it. You got stuff on your mind for $19,500. Boy, would that be a nice thing to have right now. That's scenario number one. Scenario number two is we got people thinking about, like us, as they should, we're in the fourth quarter, thinking about the end of the year. 
thinking about how they're going to wrap up, think about the assets they have, thinking about the taxes for next year. This stupid property I'm never going to do anything with. I really would love to have it off my off my books this year and not have to deal with it in 2023 because we're never going to use it anyway. Oh, here's an offer, $19,500. Boy, that's sounding great. Hope I can get it done by the end of the year. These are, these are things that I have and still do encounter all the time. Yeah, at the end of the year, you either, either need gains or losses. You don't need nothing. And you have to really should look at that and... and that's a whole show on its own. On its own. Mm-hmm. The, the, like the short answer is never stop sending out mail. Ever. Even if the volume slows down, you see a little bit like, oh, people aren't really calling me on Christmas Day. No kidding. But hold on a moment. I have done deals the day after Christmas and between Christmas and New Year's. All those scenarios I just pointed out to you, you need to keep pushing forward because there's going to be good stuff there. Multiple times a week, we get questions about adjusting what we do to the market. Yeah. And, and here's what I want you to memorize. Adjust to these new markets very, very, very little. Practice good. consistent habits. Send out a ton of mail. Answer your phone correctly. Review the tr- the deals. Do the deals that are great. Only do the deals that are great. Send out more mail. Answer the phone even better. Do even better deals and continue and continue and continue. Seller financing, forget it. You either are in that business or you're not. And I'm heavily encouraging you not to be. Oh. You either offer sell- seller financing and sell properties on terms or you don't. Right. Everybody I've ever talked to in my entire life uh, can't stand it. Yeah. With very, very few exceptions. Every single person will go into like, I did this. I had this many properties. Here's the payments. This is what I ended up to. And then and then here, and then I had to hire this person for this. And then I had to hire that, which is basically babysitting all these payments. And then, and then the last question I asked is, would you do it all over again? Oh, hell no. I want to do it that way again. You know, in a positive light on that. It's a lot of work. In a positive light on that, you know, the truth is that you can really make that work. Uh, if you're not involved in it at all, you just don't. You hire people, and so that's what property management is. I've never True. ever talked to anybody who's who said, "Oh, yeah, I love tenants. I get great." Yeah. My my tenants and I, we're awesome together. They always no. pay on time. <laughs> yeah, and they, they never me, need anything. They call me real happy all the time. You know, <laughs> you know what? All everything in my house works right now. Thanks. <laughs> no, every single one of them always focus on trying to get some type of property management company in there, so they don't that's have to deal with that. Brilliant. So they can just go buy more units. You're right. So it's the same thing with this. If you have that. You just can't do it yourself. You're going to get burned out. That's exactly the case. That's Please really don't good. change. If you're used to buying infill lots in the heyday, then continue to buy infill lots. Just make the adjustments that are required like cheaper. I like that. Infill lots cheaper. This is not, we don't change our business model because, you know, if anything that we're changing at all is we send more mail out. And what Jill said, we're probably buying three to one right now. Mm-hmm. Buy three, sell one. Mm-hmm. Exactly. There's great deals out there and more coming. Happy you could join us today. Five days a week, you can find us here on the Land Academy Show. Tomorrow's Jack Thursday, and I'm going to talk about the phrase, to what end you are not alone in your real estate ambition. We hear that all the time. Well, to what end? Yeah, you know, I bought this piece of property, and I'm going to go do it. Well, to what end? Jill hates this. I do hate this. I think it's stupid. Sorry. (laughs) 
you know what? To what end am I going to have to keep having this discussion? <laughs> Maybe that's it for you. Yeah. I'm so done. <laughs> just looked at me. If you get a chance to see this on YouTube just for tomorrow, just look at Jill's reaction. Because you know why? Jill doesn't want anything to end. That's true. I. She wants I, things to go slower and feel well, it. Well, I do on this trip. I do. Not deals. I don't want the deals to go through. I just don't think of things that way. I don't. I don't take a step back. You think I'm all touchy feely, and I am on some things, but not on this. Not when it comes to business. And to what end? Well, tomorrow I'll share it with you, and uh, you can tell me what you think. Okay. Because you never do that. You never tell me what you think. No, I, I really don't. I, I you just I, keep it to yourself. I do. I squash it down inside. <laughs> And I just keep pushing it saves, down. Saves it up for my birthday. Yeah, I just, <laughs> if I have any feelings, I I just push push them, bury them deeper and deeper inside. And become happier and happier. Yeah, exactly. That works out great. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. By the way. If you're looking for more time with us, I don't know, but maybe you are. Probably Check us not. out. Probably not. But, uh, <laughs> hey, you can find us on Clubhouse on the first and third Thursday at 12 o'clock Pacific time of every month. We're there. Go to the Land Investing Club on Clubhouse. Follow that and follow us and we can chat with you live there. We're, We're Jack, Jack and Jill. Jill. Information. And inspiration. To buy undervalued property.